Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now Thrawn. tuned in to the Thrawn. Outer Rim Beacon. Drawn. Drawn. Thrawn. <laughs> He's just there enchanting The Thrawn. coolest troopers uh, <laughs> in the history of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. There was a lot of different troopers in there. You want to talk about remnant troopers? They were there. Um, you've tuned into the Outer Rim Beacon, folks. Uh, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. I'm one of your hosts, Justin. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and I cannot wait to spend $35 on that Enoch Black Series yeah. figure. <laughs> uh this is kyle and i don't know how they made that helmet slash mask i don't know what it qualifies as when it's got like the whole molded face but it is very sick uh yeah there was um there was another trooper behind him that had like a a gray-ish helmet front too, which was different than everybody else's. So they called clearly them something have, in the subtitles. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, they the, look really, really cool. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking Ahsoka here. We are literally just putting this out right after the episode airs. So um, we are going strictly from memory here. Um, and we do have a lot to unpack in this episode. Um, quickly, I want to touch on some news and notes um, before we dive into Ahsoka because we do have a lot there. Um, there was a new Ahsoka reserve on Sideshow for Ahsoka figure from the series, so I am really hoping that is Ahsoka the, the White, um, as we would, I guess, like Gandalf, but um, we'll see. Because um, really, before that, she just kind of looks like she does a Mandalorian, so I don't know what the difference would be there. But um, Anyway, that was posted. A um, little bit of news um, writer strike is still going on. Um, so, uh, nothing new there. We're actually like not getting a lot of live television lately, which is okay. Um, we have plenty of old stuff to catch up on, but the writers should get paid as, as they deserve to be. Um, but a bit of good news. I don't know if you guys caught this earlier. Vanessa Marshall has opened up her own official store where you can go and get autographs and sign pictures and all that kind of stuff. And a portion of the proceeds of everything that she's making off of that site is going to her fellow striking uh, actors and writers. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So go check that out. Anything that she's done as far as voiceover work, um, I think there's pictures. You know, I don't know about personalization. I haven't had a chance to visit the store yet. But very cool bit of news. Go check that out um, and uh, do your part. Help everybody out. So. Um, sorry, I couldn't be here last week for that monumental episode. Yeah, how dare you go on um, vacation? I, <laughs> I, <laughs> let me tell you, I was, um, I was in Canada uh, on a fishing trip for a little How's over a week. Going? Do you know how hard it is to avoid social media spoilers for a week? A little over a week. Um, not easy. It is not easy at all. Um, luckily, I think the only thing that kind of slightly got ruined was the captain Rex brief cameo. And all I, I didn't know how quick, how much he was in it or not how much. little he was in it. No, not, yeah, not much. So I really didn't get spoiled on anything there. Um, 
Well, if and that's the only thing that I got, then that was that's good. Yeah, that's that's what I figured. I figured I I I really kind of dodged a bullet with everything else. So, um, I mean, we only had Wi-Fi in the cabin. Other than that, I'm on a boat, you know, for most of the day. Um, so I didn't even see anything until I got back. Couldn't even watch the episode on Tuesday night. Had to wait until the following Friday when I got home to watch it. Um, watched it literally in the car driving back once I got stateside. So that's um, safe. Well, I was not driving. Driving. Oh, I had other goodness. people. I was in the back seat watching while other people were driving. But um, but yeah. So I got to watch it on the way home. Um, we the we did kind of get it right though with. Uh, we were going to get one storyline. We just didn't really gel the uh, Harris storyline in with the Ahsoka storyline. Um, so we did get it right. We we kind of focused just on that, and uh, we're only going to get one. So and then in this episode, we're getting all of the Dave loves to do that, just mm-hmm. like he loves to throw a wolf like creature into <laughs> the show whenever he can. Just yeah, yeah. you know, yep. Also, nice little that out there horse horse wolf doggies. I think. Howlers, they were called. Howlers, Howlers. yes. (laughs) The Howlers. Um, But yeah, so... um, I just laid down. You can't see it because this is a podcast. But but yeah, so it was good. Uh, I was glad I got to watch that. And so here we got the return of the man, the myth, the legend, Thrawn. Me? Oh. (laughs) And Kyle. Yeah. Thrawn. It is Josh night alluded troopers. to earlier. Like I'm Thrawn, not even di- I'm Thrawn, not even into Thrawn. troopers, but these night troopers are so sick. And they're wrapped up they, in like night sister bandage things too, like so cool. Yeah. So let's start let me start there because later in the episode and Mor- Morgan Elsbeth, I'm going to jump here. Morgan Elsbeth says something about sending out additional troops to find to chase after Sabine. And he said, no, no, our numbers have dwindled significantly since we've been here. Uh, Do we think that these troopers with these red bandages around them are kind of like what Merrick was some night sister zombie magic stormtroopers? It's possible. I didn't even realize that red wrapping but now it makes sense that like that that's what it was i'm i was like oh oh man i was i don't know what i was thinking i assumed so that's, that's what it was for or from or no whatever. that makes no that makes sense and they called them night troopers so it it mm-hmm. it seems yeah. to me like they would probably just be taking anybody at that point so there's probably some troopers that were on the chimera or whatever when they jumped that are still around they probably recruited who whatever some Dothamir people, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but it, it's cool that it looks like whatever metal or whatever material they have available to them on this planet has that like brassy color. So everything that has been repaired and and fixed up has these like brassy fill in like uh, kind of welded looking spots. You saw it on the ship and on all their armor. It's so 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 cool visually i loved it enoch's uh face mask and shoulder pauldron were oh. that that metal or gold color or whatever you want to call it um and it's it's a human it's like a human face yeah, i want to know who helmet. put that into the trooper helmet and how they did that yeah that's extreme for and how the cosplayers uh, are going to do it that's going to be tough 
<laughs> I was going to say, I'm waiting on that helmet now. <laughs> Somebody's going to have that out by like tomorrow. I mean, to make like, a trooper will be easy enough. You wrap it up, mm-hmm. you weather it, and you paint it, and you're good to go. But yep. that was a whole other oh, yeah. thing. Might have to uh, might have to do another one here, another trooper. Oh my god, um, I don't have all these armor. Well, bins these guys are their own house. thing. They're not even <laughs> are they're not even Imperials now, right? You know, they're just I, serving Thrawn. They're chanting Thrawn. They're not. It's this isn't for the Republic. It's not for the Empire. They were just, they were specifically saying Thrawn. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're about to. They're down for whatever he says. Apparently. Even yeah. Cooler. I'm. I don't. Know, Josh, you're the. Uh, you're the avid Thrawn historian here. Uh, do you get the impression that Thrawn is doing his own thing now, heir to the Empire, or do we think he is still following some kind of plan, contingency plan, uh, at this point from the Emperor, because that is what the Emperor has foreseen and knew these things would transpire and said, here's what's going to happen. And we think Thrawn is still acting like that because obviously we know Palpatine returns somehow uh, down the road. And we have this dark magic. Clearly we're loading artifacts into his ship or some kind of Dathomiri items. I don't relics. I don't know what you want to call them, but um, what, what do you think? uh, What do you think Thrawn's doing here? Is he on his own? Is he still acting under the, guise of the emperor so from what i saw in this episode to me it feels like he's doing his own thing but the thing that throws that off for me is that we already saw the the council right the shadow council and they're all like when's like they're all ready to join up with him Mm-hmm. So it makes me feel like he's part of the because we have like Hux there and stuff. Like it makes mm-hmm. it feel like to me, like he's still part of the plan. Like he, it's not just doing his own thing. But he wouldn't be in on that, right? Because he hasn't really been able to communicate with them. Um. Yeah. So what if he has a plan? What if their plan is that they assume he's coming back to, you know, help them rebuild the empire, but he has already off in this new galaxy developed his new plan that they're not privy to. And that's why well, yeah, it seems that's, like he's got his own thing going on. Mm-hmm. That's true. I I also feel like there's been at least some communication between Thrawn and Morgan. And now we know what the Thrawn speaks to me from the stars or whatever, whatever she said. It's it was the night is the night mothers speaking to yeah. her mm-hmm. in league with Thrawn. Yep. So Yeah, he was that, sending out that like sense. kind of vague messages to her through them. Yeah. Using their so there's dark some magics. form of communication there going back and forth across these he two said galaxies. Something. I'd have to go back to see the exact quote, but it's Heard, heard him in her dreams or something like that, I think is what they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and for the most part, the Night Sisters, the Night Mothers knew what was going to happen. They knew who was coming. Uh, did not count on Sabine being there. That was um, a surprise the, even to them. Something thread. Yeah. Uh, a loose thread or something like that. But um, 
How yeah, good did uh, the Night Sisters look too? Some of oh, the um, animation <laughs> stuff translates better than others, but they looked really great. It mm-hmm. was a good. It was a good attempt. The face. I didn't. There was something about the face markings. I didn't love, but I f- like everything else about them was great. They looked. I think one looked better than the others, and one looked worse than the others. Yeah. I think they were. There was a varying. This one's a little too a hot. This one's scale. a little too cold. This one's just right. Something like yeah. There was a Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah. Three bears. Yeah. Um, I as love far the as I can... implication here, though the that the da- that that the uh, Night Sisters are an extra galactic race that came here from somewhere else, prehistorically mm-hmm. rode the whales to the galaxy. Yeah, that's we crazy. Know. That's pretty cool. Yep. Um, and as what far a good as way I... to kind of bring them back into, um, into Star Wars because they've basically mm-hmm. been wiped out. Yeah. yeah, I get the feeling like these three uh, mothers, though, are like that's what's left. That's all. Yeah, and they just have like all of the Dathomiri Night Sister history where they were from that planet, um, and whatever Balin's out there looking for. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I really liked Balin, that we were getting more into his like motivation and what his real. I thought his apprentice were. was annoying, though. That's sort of her MO. Yeah. I think she's learning more about him, though, too, right now. He seems to have opened up a lot more yeah, in the last like two episodes to her. The, oh, the deli- the acting piece or yeah. the... Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because he seems... He's looking for something else. He is not there well, totally kind of for Thrawn. Because he's right. Yes. And it's just, you know, if you go back in Star Wars history long enough, it's like the same thing over and over and over and over, you know, the rise of a Republic and then, you know, fascist overthrow and then the rise of a Republic and then an over, and then, <laughs> you know, he's trying to break the wheel. Like they would say in, uh, in game of Thrones, I guess was his thing. I'm like, I'm going to try to stop this cycle. Um, mm-hmm. so whatever he thinks he's going to find, there is some kind of game changer. Yeah, he said something about, or I think Shin had asked him something about going back with Thrawn, and because she, I think she was concerned about getting stuck there. And his thing was like, "Well, maybe it's not that the Night Sisters are intentionally trying to go back. Maybe they're trying to flee something from something that's here. So there's something worse than the Night Sisters there. And I think that's what he's trying to team up with. It. He said something like, "It calls to me. Can't you hear it?" Um, so he can feel it. So there's something yeah. else the there. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I don't the, really uh, the drink it's, it's the remnants of the drain gear hanging around, um, somewhere out there, the plant malicious plant people, um, meat eaters. Um, yeah, I don't know, but it, I, I, I think it's, I like that it's more than, well, I'm just going to team up with Thrawn because I think Thrawn is, I, I think it's inevitable that, you know, the Empire will rise again or whatever. He has some whole other goal, and he was basically using Morgan as a means to get to this other galaxy because mm-hmm. she essentially had the only way there. Yeah. Yep. And he's clearly not worried about 
getting back, I don't think, to a certain extent. It's not um, high on his priority list, it doesn't seem like, does it? No. No. Um he's he's uh the more I watch him, the more I watch this character, Balen Skull, the more I just kind of go, there's there's so much more there that I want to know. You know, him talking about the Jedi Order. Um, he watched everything that he knew, Burn. You know, she, what did she ask him at one point? Do you miss it? And he's like, I miss the idea of it. And he he's not wrong. Like, the thought yeah, of it, it is great. And the idea was cool. He said, but I don't miss... Um. You know, the reality of what it was. Yeah, yeah. The the lack of vision, the the hubris, the whatever you want to call it that the Jedi had. He he's like, I don't miss that. He's like, we couldn't see, you know, two feet in front of us as to what was coming, and sure enough it happened again. So um he just got tired of the cycle. Um but yeah, he, he misses the idea. It, the way he put it. The rise and the fall piece. Well, no, just the like missing the idea of it, but not missing what it really was. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was, and then she said something about um, Shin said something about um, Sabine being trained to be a Jedi, or um, her being the same as her, and she's he's like, no, you're you've been trained to be something more. Yeah, which was interesting. Um. I don't know what that means. Like there's there's like so many open-ended questions and phrases that Balin just throws out there and you're like, what does he mean? I don't know what he's well, talking I think by that he, he means here? just w- without being bound by like the dogma of by the code the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Um I gotcha. Yeah, it was crazy though. Um the three names that I got for the knights night night mothers, is that what they are, I guess? Actropow which was Gerald, Gerald Prescott Galian, Clothau, which was Claudia Black, who she's been in other um, Star Wars roles. Um, and then um, Lachesis or Lakesis. Just terrible Jane, names. Just God. Jane awful. Edwin terrible Seymour. Names. And then um, obviously we had Thrawn back in this, Lars Mickelson. Captain Enoch was Wes Chatham, who's been in a lot of stuff as well. Um, and then. <clears throat> At the end, the return of Ezra, Iman Esfandi. <sighs> Ezra Bridger. Oh, done my goodness. Looking for Ezra. <clears throat> looking for Ezra. They found Ezra. <laughs> we can't use that anymore, Kyle. It's it's gone now because nobody's looking for him anywhere. They found, He's found him with these weird little turtle people. The turtle people. The turtle people, gypsies. Heroes in a half shell. Ah. <laughs> They, I don't know if they're heroes bad. yet. That was they really don't bad. Look very um, <clears throat> formidable. <laughs> that, that the howlers it, scared them. That, that part of it felt like uh, the F word. The F word? F- filler episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just the I turtle thought, part. I, Lord. I was like, I saw... oh, they put something huge at the beginning and something huge at the end, and then this middle part the is turtle people. Sabine with the dog <laughs> and the turtles. I was like, oh, my God. Her argument with the, with the wolf dog was, I was like, really? Whatever. I but... did like the bit of, like, leave me alone, <laughs> and then showing him, like, going away, and then coming There's back the again. Wide like, that, shot. That, was, yeah. that was cute, but. 
you would. She's like, you ran off on me. Well, you got shot in the chest. I, I don't have armor. Where am I going to go? Like, yes, I'm going to run away. Like, I'm a horse. I'm not I'm not covered in armor like you Look, are. He's a wolf rat. He's not a horse. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The first like bounty, not bounty hunter, the first like nomad that popped up had that kind of wide brimmed front hat. And I was like, is that Embo? What how is he doing here? How he have gotten here? Yeah, <laughs> That's he what I was like. Hat. How he did he get there? Looking for Ezra. He's looking for Ezra. <laughs> he finally made it out there looking for Ezra on a bounty. Like, I finally made it. And then Sabine cuts him down. Like Scale of it. 1 to 10, how did you think Thrawn looked visually? Just straight looked. Josh, you go first. Um... A little bit older than he would look in my head, but then I, I kind of came to terms with that because I was like, well, yeah, of course he'd be older. Everyone's older. This is later. Um, I, yeah, he didn't. He didn't <laughs> like look. I like I, they left something to be um, desired, but the performance was so good that I didn't even care. Look, mm-hmm. I feel like I said one to ten just so I could get a legit <laughs> answer from you, and you did the I, exact I mean, opposite of what I asked for. Oh, uh, well, so you, you know I, what happened is you you asked the question, and then Justin threw it to me, and I wasn't ready, so I forgot. Oh, okay, how you asked all right. It. No, it's okay. Here, I'll, I'll go. So i I thought the makeup was fine. I thought the hair was a little odd to me. Yeah, the hair was. Um, odd. the hair was a little weird. Um. He looks like he's been eaten a lot um, out there. Wow, just called Lars Chunky. Okay, he's um he's, he's got a bit of a midsection there, so he's. But I mean, we're used to seeing him in Rebels, so he's like a stick figure. He's literally just two pieces of like sticks up and down. Um, but yeah, the the performance is spot on. You can't you can't go wrong there. I, I'd I'd give it a solid like eight. Well, I was gonna That's say for, six. For me. Okay. I thought he looked. Well, I thought fine. it was an eight. The hair was the the fine. okay seven and a half. Like that was the part that I think threw me off the most was the hair. I I've also always hated that they decided when they brought Thrawn back that he needed to have a weird forehead. Something like about he was his just a the V the V thing. He was to me like it was too bright. I don't know if it was the shade or if it was just like so matte that it looked like I like it, he had on too much foundation or something like I I don't I don't know. I don't know. Something about it just didn't look awesome to me. I'm not trying to nitpick. I just that's why I just said give it a <laughs> 1 to 10. I just wanted to know like how hey, great man. did you guys think it looked? He sounded good. He hey, man. played the part right. I just didn't think it looked awesome. This this Thrawn is more vicious, that's for sure. Yeah, he's ruthless. Yeah, um, he's he, he's sick of being on this dang planet, though. He's yeah. not having it. He's yeah. like, whatever, kill him. I don't care. Your little mercenaries, they can die too. We're getting off this planet. Let's go. I'm also the last Thrawn things that I've done have been the new books. So in my mind, like he's he is totally presented as the hero. Mm-hmm. You know, in well, in all the of those protagonists in those. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and I think at this point, if you look at the last couple battles he went through in Rebels um, with people going rogue, doing their own stuff and not listening to him, 
I can imagine by the time he got lost that last battle and got sucked over here, he's like, no, I'm done with it. Like, if you don't listen to me, you're out. At That's this like point, he's starting to get kill you. Though, is yeah. people is he has some like crazy yeah. tactic that nobody understands and people don't listen to him. That's <laughs> and like he doesn't share the full deal. Yeah, <laughs> um, the one captain with the with the uh, what was it the warp drive thing or the hyperspace? Like he couldn't. It would pull people out of hyperspace, and he went rogue trying to go after yeah, the ghost. The and then you were too close. Yeah, he or, moved I, the ship, it and then in like yeah. every book, one of his Governor like, Price. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like they all kind of do their own thing at some point, and he's just like, ah, if you'd listen to me, this would have worked, but you chose to just not have faith in me, um, which is very interesting because, um, you know, I, I think that's the thing is like a lot of the people that make their own decisions and try to go rogue, they try to make a name for themselves and do those things. They don't have faith in his plan. It's very interesting that his captain, the, the stormtrooper with the gold face, his name is Enoch. Um, Enoch is a biblical name, uh, from the book of Genesis. Um, go check out Enoch's story. Um, he, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Are we promoting Bible reading? On no, 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 Star Wars no, 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 podcast? no. I, I'm just saying it's an interesting name choice. Um, if you, Enoch's story was that he basically taught people through power. Um, and I, and he, was very devout to um, what he was being taught. Um, so I would say, you know, if you know that story and, and this character seems very devout to Admiral Thrawn, um, it's a very interesting, very interesting choice of names for uh, a trooper, I guess I should say. So, you know what I think he is? A stooge. That's what I think. A stooge. Hmm. I mean, they're all cannon fodder at some point. Right? Troopers, clones, they all get... Well, Enoch's got all, some plot armor, I think, but... Listen yeah, to they, they all serve a purpose. Pong Krell over here. <laughs> they're, all just, they're all just cannon fodder, right? <coughs> right. Jeez. Thrawn. Yeah, still Thrawn, waiting on that Thrawn. figure, Hasbro. Anytime today, Pong Krell would be... Of course, that'd be a deluxe one in the Black Series, so you're going to pay like $45 for that. No, bag. it'd be a Haslab. <laughs> $150 Pong Krill. Haslab Pong Krill, Justin, one backer. Uh, I would, actually. I don't know about $150, though. That's, that's extreme. Depends on how big it is. Hey, man, if it was like an $80 Pong Krill, I might get behind that. I, I could, Justin, I could if you're trying to tell one of the stretch goals. anyone else that you wouldn't pay $150 <laughs> for a six-scale Pong Krill, you're a liar. Oh wait, are we talking six scale? If it's a oh, has, I would, if it's a Haslab, oh. why would it be a deluxe? Well, if it's figure? a Has, well, because Haslab makes this is a Black stupid series, conversation six we're having right now. Three point seven five uh, inch. They don't make six scale. Uh, yeah, I yeah, could. They I also made a, a Sentinel that was like five feet tall. So they just make That's whatever true. they make. There are no rules. Yeah, they made a, they made a one to one uh, proton pack. You know, it's just That's whatever very, they yeah, want to make. True. Which is still um, one of the dopest has labs. So Ahsoka, uh, I, I wonder if the fans will complain about Ahsoka not being in an episode of Ahsoka. She, I, I know, I do know she was <laughs> in it for a minute. Whatever, don't be stupid. Yeah, she but, was. Uh, how about when she told Hu Yang to tell her one of the stories from history, and he was going to tell her about this galaxy that they're traveling to? Uh, he started it with a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I thought that was funny. 
Loved it. I'm telling you, it's probably Earth. Yeah, that's where they're going. Loved it. The whale, yeah. the whale graveyard is orbiting Earth. Earth. <laughs> it could be. Did you, did you guys notice when he was like, so when Thrawn was like really um, angry Thrawning. about uh, Ahsoka? So one, Thrawn understands the rules of Star Wars. Nobody, not dead. Yeah, she ain't gone. <laughs> yes, he does. Secondly, did you know? Did you notice him ask like about he wants all this information on her? And you know, yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't know more of it already. But yes, Th- Thrawn is one of very few people who put two and two together and figured out who uh, Vader was. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. So, when she little, finds out uh, interesting. who her master was, that could lead to some uh, really complicated like conversations for her. Because I think that's yeah. like one of the main reasons she lost to Balin is because like he put her on tilt with the stuff about Anakin and her legacy. And then, you know, she thought Sabine was dead. Cause I, you know, I guess I have to justify it some way. My main, I mean, maybe he's just like so badass, but no, mm-hmm. it's cause she burned her hand. Yeah. She burned her hand. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe not anymore now that she's had her like, uh, trip to the world between worlds but i think that the anakin stuff is definitely still a sensitive subject probably right that's what i but that's what i would have said is i think that's what that whole lesson was from anakin after her losing to balin was to you can't let that affect you anymore it was gonna i think that was a a big part of that was it was gonna happen anyway and she it's not her fault you need to move on as part of the lesson he was trying to teach. And I think when she, if that's something that Throng brings up, I think she'll be a little bit more prepared for it um, this time around. Hopefully more than she has been. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, like that sure. she was cold again about mm-hmm. Ezra. I felt the same way. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. You just warmed up. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know why. That felt like a backtrack. Yep. Um well, and it seems like she was worried about Sabine's decision because she thought it was a selfish, selfish decision for her to go willingly with Balin to look for Ezra. Yeah, but she um, just had this whole experience about like you don't your whole thing doesn't have to be about fighting and war and like you can choose to lay down your lightsaber and just you know do for good and that would be like rescuing mm-hmm. your friend and helping Sabine. And like, now she's back to like, ah, we should have just left them. You know, it doesn't, doesn't <laughs> yep. seem in line with what we just, what just happened. No, but yeah, I would agree. Um, I don't know though. It's just, it, it's hard to, to get a read on her sometimes. Like, you're right. She goes up, she's like this way one minute, and then she warms up, and then, then she's back to cold yeah, again. Yeah, and I know, I've, um, I, I think maybe Josh has said it, and I know I've read it online, and people are like, you know, well, she's just been through so much. She's been through so much. She's been through so much. And I, yes, I agree. But like, when we saw her in Rebels, 
she had been through like when Ezra pulled her out of the world between worlds, she was about to get killed by Vader. She found out it was Anakin like that. It didn't really get much worse from there. That was the lowest of the low pretty much. And then, you know, she had already been through order 66 at that point and been in hiding and all these things. And, uh, you know, she wasn't like that then, so mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't really love that reasoning. I mean, I get you have to explain it away somehow, but yeah, it just feels right. off. And I thought, I thought we were making a turn here after that last episode, and then you know, kind of back to it. Yeah. Um, you know, visually, uh, the show has been fantastic. It is gorgeous to watch. Uh, whether it's the, the Camara looks great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, that scene and the music. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Um, Kevin Kiner. Yeah, just let give Kevin oh, Kiner this, all of the scores. Whoo, John. This one. John's this one done, has been. That's Kevin time. This, baby. yeah. This one has been. This show has been amazing. The score for the show has been amazing. Um, just absolutely awesome to listen to the 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 music at the end of the show. Oh. Dun, dun, uh, it's like very Game of Thrones ish, and like, ah, uh, just it's very sweeping that, and moving, and so that track, crazy. the uh, the end credits track, is on Spotify, and it is it once it gets past that Game of Thronesy part, there is a a part of it that is like Ahsoka's theme, which ah, is pretty okay. cool. It's not as good as the Ahsoka's theme from. Mando, the Mando one's my favorite because it's actual strings. Um, but Kevin wrote that song, so that's I mean, there might still be a good movement with that uh, melody somewhere forthcoming. You know which one's Kyle's favorite? Book of Boba Fett. Hey, yeah. Do you guys know what your favorite Star Wars track is? I know what mine is. I don't think so. I don't know. I, there's so many good ones, but I don't know. What's yours, Josh? Asteroid Field. I, I love that. Know what that is. When they're in, in when they go into when the, asteroid, in the field. asteroid field. <laughs> da, da, na, na, da, da, na. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love yeah, it. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, you know, it's got that... Dun, 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 dun. Like, it's it's cool. I also really like Yoda's theme. And I love that if you listen to, like, the extended cut um, with, like, the full score, when Yoda is being silly and he hasn't shown who he is yet, it's mm-hmm. Yo- Yoda's theme is playing, but John has it all, like, goofy and rearranged. It's it's really interesting. John and I are on a first name basis, apparently. I noticed that. <laughs> um, you can get Ahsoka episodes or Ahsoka Volume One, which is episodes one through four. Oh, it's already you can get out. The Kevin Kiner original soundtrack on iTunes. There's like forty six, forty six songs on here. What? And it, what does this thing like cost? Eleven ninety nine. That's a steal. Well, I mean, some of them are like five minutes long, and then you got others that are like two minutes long. 
Um, you do have the, um, let's see what this plays here. That's, you do have the, um, the Sabine music. Oh, you can also listen to it for free on Spotify if you have Spotify. Yeah, they yeah. they just dropped this on last week. Nice. On Saturday, I think. Yeah. But yes, uh visually show is amazing. Uh musically, everything ties together very nicely. Acting for the most part is fantastic. The character development, um all of it is is really really good. Um and again, Valen Skull, I just keep going down this wormhole. Like, where are we going with this guy? Like, what is he looking for? What are we trying to find here? Um, yeah, that's what I'm interested in. Really wanna... What is he yeah. looking for that he thinks is going to be able to completely stop this cycle that the whole galaxy has been in? I don't know. I really want to know. The leveler. Um, you said it. <laughs> the leveler. That, w- that really um, would be pretty cool to tie things together that way, but that would be... A lot of explaining for these regular fans. <laughs> so there's this um, book, right? And uh, right. <laughs> that's so what there, it's, when, when there's I some first phases and some waves, and in them there's about seventy two books. <laughs> when I that, uh, when I first met you guys, Tab was like, "Oh wait, other people like the books." <laughs> Indeed, yeah. they're not yeah. just yep. making them for Josh. No. Um, I mean, unless because he did mention the stories in the Jedi Temple, right? He did, he did bring up the books in the Jedi Temple alluded to other things out there, and and the Rakatan were really the ones that kind of brought a lot of the Force and lightsabers and all that kind of stuff to the galaxy that we know, right? So unless he knows that they're out there somewhere, and that's what he's looking for, um. Or uh, what's the other one? Uh, the not what the if chis. whatever story who's, who's who's the is about to tell Ahsoka um, talks about whatever thing Balin is looking for? Maybe because he, uh-huh. I mean, he said it's in a galaxy far, far away. That's the only other galaxy they would be telling stories about. Um, and he said that they legends they heard in the Jedi Temple. Oh no! Yeah, Josh. Who's the other one um, that the Chiss were at war with? Why can I not think the of their Chris. name right now? The Chris. Yes, the Chiss um, and the Gris. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> that could be who he knows is out there. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know. It's. It's such an intriguing story and i'm i'm glad that they're kind of pushing that envelope and bringing that into the fold with this um and we have some new things coming you're gonna be julia gulia (laughs) wait your last name is gonna be gulia sick wedding singer reference bro yeah that was a good one (laughs) that was a good one Oh, come on. Who doesn't like Wedding Singer? It's a good movie. That movie's fantastic. Billy Idol's in that movie. Who doesn't love that movie? I, I don't know. Somebody Probably a lot of people now because Drew Barrymore is in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steve Buscemi's in that? I forgot about that. Uh, who's the limo driver? He was funny, though. 
You guys just that's, buried just the right. only like actual. You just hit like five cones. But... <laughs> Those could have been people at her wedding. Yeah, but they were cones. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to touch on uh, from this week's episode? I just want to travel back in time to mid nineties, Josh, and be like, okay, so in like thirty years, almost thirty years, we're gonna get live action Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even believe it on an internet TV show <laughs> that you watch on your game <sighs> system. Don't worry about how all that works. It'll yeah. just make sense at the time. That entry though was just. Um, I will say epic. we didn't touch on this, but Sabine and Ezra are about to have a very uncomfortable conversation. He's like, oh, how'd you get here? Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, I can't wait to go home. <laughs> I hate this place. These turtle people suck. I can't, cannot <laughs> repeat. Sabine, I cannot stress this enough. I cannot wait to leave. How are we getting home? <laughs> well, about that. Um, Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, so I turned myself into the bad guys. In order to get here, I allowed the bad guys to win (laughs) and got myself captured, and then they set me free and left me for dead. Oh, and they destroyed the map on how to get here, so nobody else really knows how to get here. And even Um, if they did, there's only one vehicle in the whole galaxy able to make the trip. Right, and the bad 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 guys guys have it. Um, but I brought your lightsaber. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and me. So there we go. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. been alone on that planet for a long time. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> with the turtle. I with mean, the turtle he people. rode the pergil there. I don't know how it never occurred to him in the last whatever <laughs> ten years to ride the pergil back. Okay, sort of like on find you, a bro. spaceship and and get myself back up there so I could get yeah. I mean, close to get, talk to get the pergil. Galaxy is one thing, but get to upper atmosphere that seems way more achievable mm-hmm. i want to know uh, how he I, ever got down to the ground in the first place from the chimera um i don't know i mean he had to have gotten out of that bridge somehow yeah i mean i'm sure there was like a shuttle or an escape pod or something but he rode down on um, the top of one of those pergale <laughs> which why do they keep Just, calling them space whales now they're pergale they have a name we know what yeah. they are. Does anybody else notice yeah. that? They yep. keep calling them whales over and over and over and over. Well, they are a type of whale. I mean, I guess. Hey, man, George Lucas calls lightsabers laser swords. So, oh, okay. And yeah, he also, also says hand solo. Yeah, well, I mean, so does Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Which, by the way, is off topic here. I'm in the car driving home. Nothing. And I'm talking about because today is today was National Talk Like a Pirate Day. R. The guys on the radio referred to Han Solo as a pirate and said he just goes around stealing people's. I was like, no, sir. He's a smuggler. Han Han Solo is a smuggler. Hondo is a pirate. Exactly. There's a big difference between those two jobs. Like I wouldn't say how big, do you big? Well, but how do you know Nark? You don't know Nark. <laughs> But how are you going to call Han Solo a pirate? He's not a pirate. Well, the kind I, of person I mean, Lando Calrissian literally did call him a pirate. Oh, <laughs> this guy there. Mm. The old pirate. The old pirate. Yeah, see? Yeah. 
<laughs> true, true, true. Um, but yeah, just I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, okay, National Talk Like Pirate Day, and all I could think of was Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think not that's like what Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm thinking Hondo Onaka. <laughs> My friends. Ah, profit. Well, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Keep it profitable. People on the radio talking about Hansel being a pirate might not even know who <laughs> right. Hondo Onaka is. <laughs> what? Very Cartoon. true. Surely you jest. <laughs> you um, lied to me. I knew I liked you. I knew I liked you. Uh, yeah, Chimera looked great. Loved it. Finally glad to see that live action, just big menacing ship. Uh, I was kind of looking in the hangers, though, when I could see. I was like, is there one TIE Defender that maybe survived hmm. that's hanging around this ship somewhere? Because I really want to see the TIE Defender again. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm hopeful. Well, what I'm do you hoping think? they're saving that reveal. Of the TIE Defender? Yeah. For later? Of Hondo? Yeah. I'm hoping that Enoch flies a Tide Defender that's got gold splotches on it or something. Gold splotches, mm. yeah. It's gold got splotches. it's got a face on the front of it of yeah. the Tide Defender, yeah. <laughs> like Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's nightmare yeah. fuel right there. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be it'd, sweet it'd be Toby on a shirt. the Tie Fighter. It'll be amazing. Toby the Tie Fighter. With the Xavier the X Wing making that same oh, screaming noise, but he's just he's at actually you, screaming. <laughs> uh, what a stupid thing for us to say! Absolute nightmare fuel. Thank you for that, Josh. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm gonna not sleep well tonight. See if you can't 3D print me one of those, Justin. <laughs> right, I'll work but, on it. Let's see what I can do. Do a little mashup. They don't have a window. They just have a face on the front of it. Right. Um, well, anything else uh, you guys want to touch on for this week's episode? Or what do you think we're going to get uh, next week? Um, I think next week, Sabine and Ezra are going to have a really uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Ahsoka's going to show up. And stuff's going to start popping off. Hopefully, we're going to figure out what Balin is looking for. Um, he doesn't tell his little not Padawan very much, so uh, no one has any idea. But I'd like to find that out. And then Ahsoka is going to show up, and she'll be like, "Guys, uh, don't worry about it. I know you're mad at each other because Sabine let the bad guys win to get here and didn't bring you a ride home. But we'll just ride the whales. Why didn't you think of that? That was how you right. got here. Um, True. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know." Josh, what about you? Yeah, I think we're going to I think we'll get another shift in focus, but I don't know. I don't know. There's so many so many ways. Yeah, I was going to say are we going to shift back over to the court martial of Hera? (laughs) That might be part of it. In the Republic hearings. Hmm. Super exciting episode next week. Filler. Now there, I mean, I mean, there's only two left. I'm sure there will yeah. be an A story and a B story, and we'll be in both galaxies for a little bit. I'm interested to see like how they cram, like how they cram everything in, you know, or well, or I how wonder, this how this is going to end. Yeah, I wonder if they're mm-hmm. going to jump to hyperspace at the end of the last episode, and that'll be the cliffhanger to season mm, two or man. something like that. So you think the next two were still on this this uh, 
what do they call it? A Peridia. Potentially. The other option is that Ahsoka arrives, does whatever they're going to do, and leaves again all in one episode, which seems also unlikely, right? Unless they leave in waves, you know? Maybe the Chimera hooks up with the the hyperspace ring and jumps next episode and our protagonist crew doesn't leave till the following episode or vice versa. Um, is anybody else, uh, a little curious or no, I don't care uh, or disappointed. We haven't seen Zeb at all. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice so if far shown up, especially cause they already teased him in live action. And it worked. It worked well. I, I don't think well, there's a place for him yet. I think we get more of him. Set, well, he could have been Carson Teva easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In that where they rode off to go look for Ahsoka and help them, help Ahsoka and Sabine. That's like perfect job. He could have been in that group. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's got to be something going on there. They've got another story happening. That we're not seeing, I'm assuming. It could just be a practical thing. It's difficult, expensive to have a giant CGI alien on screen all the time. Mm-hmm. Waiting on Callus to show up. It's got to be coming some point, right? I think he's still running around with the Rebellion. Well, he with might, the New Republic he might now. He be out there in Magic Lasat oh, that land. Could be. Uh, I forget what they call that place. Um, Lyrasan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I um, watched the animated shows. I don't, I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I tell you what, I, 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 the backlash that Captain Rex got for the armor that was in that episode for the, what, 30 seconds that he was in it. What backlash? People absolutely, people absolutely nitpicked the armor that he was wearing because like they were like oh his elbows are on backwards well you're on the um, you're in some of the nitpickiest nitpick yes costume yes forums absolutely that would exist on the planet but um the oh no brow there's no like the you know it's like soldered right across mm-hmm. the brow that wasn't there well uh, what else i got bad uh, news the pauldron, for these guys his pauldron if was wham, wrong wham, wham. like jesus if this is the first appearance of captain <clears throat> rex in live action the way it appeared is right and they're wrong. So they don't have to like it, but that I'm pretty sure on screen appearance trumps their opinion slash mm-hmm. uh, interpretation of animation. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. I was like, Oh my God, people get a life. Um, actually maybe I need to about go Dooku's. into those forums and post just that very thing <laughs> just to make them so, so mad. They'll hate yeah. that. <laughs> um, and we're still not talking about Dooku, Clone Wars Dooku versus animated Clone Wars Dooku. <laughs> like, that's a drastic difference between those two characters. Like, I don't know. I never, I never it's found just an that interpretation. One, I never found that one offensive at all. It's just like a weird cartoon drawing of a face. Yeah. Tiki Idol or the Easter Island head Dooku. But yeah. Um... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm the thing that I'm bummed about is we only got two more episodes. Yes. Yeah. The not enough Ahsoka, uh, and the last two have been. It's not like the bangers, '90s when people. a season of TV was like 24 episodes. Oh, Those no were the good kidding, old days. man. And each one of them was bad. garbage, but there was a lot. 
<laughs> they were they were valuing uh quantity over quality hugely apparently yeah. yes um oh man especially animated shows back then oh, we were watching just trash but there was that. plenty of it and it was new mm-hmm. every week new i mean newish <laughs> was it like gi joe and he-man literally used the same animation cells over and over and over again and people were just like yeah this is great nope not so much it's like, oh, we only need five minutes of new content animation. Okay, cool. We'll fill the other 25 with old cells. Sure. That works. Gotta move those toys. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, uh, love this show. Sad there's only two more episodes. Um, but if you guys don't have anything else, I think we can uh, wrap this up and get on out of here. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Uh, That was our recap of Ahsoka Episode 6, which was titled Far, Far Away. Fitting for Uh, this episode. Told you. Uh, Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, you can can follow Outer Room Beacon anywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can listen to all of our previous podcasts. um, Anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also catch them on YouTube. All of our old episodes are up there. Um, quite a few of our old episodes are up there. There's some up all. there. Look, just see what uh, you yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> just see what you see. Um, my name's Justin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am the Bendu or X or whatever the frig it's called it now. Um, where can they find you guys at? X gon' give it to you. This is Josh. You can uh, follow me on Instagram and X at Battle of Today. <laughs> This My dog's at. This is Kyle, and I'm never calling it that. Uh, you can follow me on social media at KB underscore legend. As always, get out there, do something Star Warsy, and may the Force be with you. Always. Thrawn. Who Thrawn, told DMX Thrawn, that Thrawn, barking Thrawn. was cool? I don't know. It was a weird time back then, man. He really wanted to roar like a lion, but he could never make it sound like you know, the bark mm. was so much easier. Makes sense. Makes sense. Kyle, if we don't if we don't get some X on this, Thrawn. I'm gonna be sad. Thrawn. 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 Yeah, I, I don't damn it. We'll see. We'll see what I can do. Alright everybody. 